0: This is All India Radio in the program Spotlight. Now we bring you a discussion on Measures to Boost Economy. The participants are A.K. Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst, and Siddharth Singh, Journalist. The 37th meeting of the Goods and Services Tax Council, headed by Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman, continued with its rate rationalization exercise, and as part of that, at its just concluded meeting they decided to cut rates on hotel rooms plus also on the automobiles which have passenger carrying capacity of 10 to 13 people plus also giving relief to people who are into the business of outdoor catering. Mr. Bhattacharya if I could begin by asking you How do you see this uh, rate rationalization exercise? Again, the council has decided to cut rates, especially on the hotels. So how do you see that as a boost to the tourism sector?
1: This is work in progress. The rate rationalization exercise that was started quite a few GST council meetings ago that process has been continued even under the chairmanship of the finance minister who is now at the helm. This rationalization exercise is very important, particularly because it tackles two major issues. One is that when it comes to the services sector, there is a sense that the services sector has taken big hit in terms of a sudden rise in the tax incidence. So you will recall that uh, the restaurant sector was complaining because suddenly they realized that the tax rate on the services charge in the restaurant and the food that is being served all went up to 18%. So then there was this new scheme that was introduced that a flat rate of 5% for restaurants was used without any input tax credit facility what has been done now is to look at the hotel sector wherein if the tariff is more than 7500 it used to attract gst rate of 28% now what has been done is that if it is more than 7500 you are bringing it down to 18% which you will remember is somewhat closer to the 16% service tax rate that was earlier being charged on such hotels similarly benefit that is been given to the hotels which are uh, charging a tariff between 1500 and 7500 that has also been rationalized and that has come down from 18% to 12%. 10%. That's something which is will definitely be boost to the tourism sector. People realize that in the hotel segment, uh, if uh, the service tax is levied at the rate of 18% or 28%, even if they are, you know, affordable hotels, low-cost hotels, then naturally there is room for complaint. So that, to my mind, is a, a benefit uh, for the tourism sector. But there is something that this GST Council meeting has done, which is bigger significance. Probably you would have asked me that question, but that is on... This companies with uh, turnover of two crores, two crores they don't
0: have to file tax. They don't
1: have to file tax and only one return. So I think that's, you know, a simplification process. Critics will say that are you relaxing on the compliance uh, norms for the GST? I uh, think it's
0: more of reducing the compliance burden. It is
1: reducing the compliance burden. So therefore, without already, there is a relaxation on input-output matching, invoice matching. Yes. Now you are just making it easy for traders or businesses up to 2 crore annual turnover to just file one return. As long as coverage and compliance, the robustness of the compliance process is not relaxed, and they should yield benefits uh, for the whole system and the taxation system is going to yield better results. What this also confirms is that the GST regime in India looks like a regime that has continued to evolve and continued to find new solutions, new systems. At times they are unconventional. At times the purists may not agree to it, but to in a bid to make GST acceptable and functional, I think some amendments have been made, uh, which as I said, purists may not agree, but functional, make it operational, the GST council, which consists of state finance ministers and the finance minister of the country, they have accepted that. This in the larger good. Probably GST in this process will be able to come out of its current tax collection uncertainties in particular.
0: Another area, there was a lot of expectation for a cut in automobiles as well as biscuits. But uh, we believe that the council has decided to go with the recommendation of the Fitment committee, which was which had advised against bringing down taxation on automobiles as well as biscuits. Though there is a sharp decline in the sales as in the automobile sector as well as in the fast-moving consumer goods sector, we are seeing that. So, how do you see that? Maybe I think the status quo.
1: This is a very well-considered move. The GST Council should be complimented for not having buckled under the pressure exerted by the automotive sector. Any such sharp cuts in tariffs for a specific segment to address concerns of the economy. That was the reason given that since auto sector accounts for almost 49 to 50 percent of the manufacturing sector, it accounts for around 9 percent of GDP and auto sector is not doing well. So, cut taxes... And its sales will again come back to normal. I think that's a very simplistic solution. There are a variety of other reasons why the sales are not picking up. It is also a fact as one of the doyens of India's automotive industry, Mr. R.C. Bhargav, mentioned that there has been an increase of cost of ownership of a car for not just because of the price of a car, but because of a variety of other incidents, the expenditure that you need to incur if you want to own a car, whether it is a registration cost, whether it is the insurance cost, maintenance, maintenance cost, you know, if you want to keep a driver, <laughs> that cost. So, therefore, the overall, the disincentive, for owning a car. Change in uh, behavior. Change in behavior. So all those things have come in. So therefore, to just believe that a cut in the GST rate on automobiles will help revive growth in sales is actually is quite naive. But what has been done in this GST council meeting is to look at the small commercial vehicle segment. give a the
0: capacity of 10 to, 10 to
1: 13. And they have given a tax incentive by way of lower uh, tax rates yes. so the threat. reduction
0: in the threat. reduction
1: in the cess so the overall burden uh, has come down i think that's uh, an attempt to address the commercial vehicle segment which is into, also I think it affects the capital goods category of calculating IIP because commercial vehicles come under the yes. the capital goods segment. So also. also
0: indirectly it helps I think the mass transport mass as transport. well as the tourism, yeah, those right. are the uh, basically yeah. clientele that it kind of, That's those right. kind of uh, vehicles serve. And There is an area where we have seen also an increase, caffeinated drinks which have are higher. Now they're moving from 18% to 28% bracket. Plus with the cess also 40 percent It yeah. goes up to 40%. Yeah. So and also on the energy drinks. So why you basically just to discourage or disincentivize?
1: Cannot be ignored in this GST council meeting is the beverages lobby, I think, has succeeded in that a segment of caffeinated drinks which was getting away with a lower tax rate and uh, was being equated with the other soft beverages segment. So they wanted to distinguish it. And also uh, there were some health concerns issues that also came up. Drinks uh, which are caffeinated and energy, called energy drinks are not the basic necessity items. They are being treated as what we call the sin goods, you know, it's... So, therefore, they are being taken to slab, which is higher than the 18%. So, you may debate and discuss this. Do you want to encourage the consumption of caffeinated drinks or energy drinks? Health advisors would say that not, that tax policy should be geared to that. And finally, I would say that the government also has To recognize its revenue obligations, it has to collect taxes somewhere. If it can, if it reduces taxes everywhere, where will it get its money from? So, I see the point that you are making. A segment of the beverages industry, which was earlier been equated with the soft beverages, has been taken out and been treated in the same category as the so-called sin category items.
0: Another uh, implementation issue was uh, regarding the uh, implementation or the rollout of new forms. So that again the council has decided to defer till April 1, 2020. So you think uh, essentially they are trying to still stabilize the system, the focus is on rationalizing the rates and ensuring that compliance, people are able to comply,
1: there are no hiccups. You have touched upon a very important issue, almost two and a half years of GST the incidence of rate rationalization is still going on. And this has come in the way of these procedural issues in the sense that you introduce a new form and those forms are tweaked and changed and suddenly some rationalization take place. So my sense is that the GST council and the GSTN must get together and agree to a predetermined timeline for introducing these procedural changes and procedural forms, because it seems to me, and it will appear to most observers, that too many changes that are happening with regard to the procedural compliance and the GST, and changes that are proposed to be brought in are being postponed. So, there is some sort of a maze of more changes coming in, so there is need to give greater stability to the, the tax administration system as far as GST is concerned because two and a half years or two years, three months is a long time and therefore a time has come where all these uh, procedural issues, uh, returns, filing, invoice matching, like the E-way bill has been introduced and has stabilized. So uh, it's time that the returns and what kind of returns and how many returns or who all will file it. I think there has been a lot of Changes and chopping here and chopping there, that is happening. I think a time has come that the GST Council should sit down and actually take a firm view that we will make these changes and after this we will see how they go. But right now what is happening is changes are proposed and then new things are coming, new things are being, being considered. So there is a bit of uncertainty in the minds of the traders. So those things are not very positive and those needs need to be tackled swiftly.
0: Another sector, uh, gems and jewellery, there are a big chunk of Indian exports come from that sector. So there also we have seen that uh, the taxes have been brought down on cut and polished precious, semi-precious stones. We do not include diamonds, etc. So, and also the, on the, the cost on the taxes on the job work
1: has also been cut. Been so how do you see that? I think essentially to give a boost to exports, because the job work on the diamond trading is a huge chunk of business and India occupies a premium position in the global market. There are a lot of people who come to India and buy uh, these products from India and if you can make the taxes on the job work little more moderate then I would imagine that not only will you see your exports improve but also your local job creation will also get a fillip. It helps in every possible way and so this is, to my mind, is a welcome move as far as GEMS's jewellery sector is concerned.
0: Going forward, we can hope uh, that uh, the revenues from GST also pick up with the government taking several measures, several tax reforms as well as coupled with other ease of doing business. There have already been a series of measures over the last one and a half months. Thank you. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on Measures to Boost Economy. The participants were A.K. Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst, and Siddharth Singh, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.